going on, everybody? This is the Man Up Podcast with your host, Jake, the Mississippi Superman, Reeves. And today I'm joined with my, by my co-host, Tyler, the possum, don't call me possum, Arkansas Batman, Copeland, and my other co-host, and Mr. Thumb, my other co-host, Wesley, the Armadillo Wrangler, Dunham. What's going on, everybody? Before we jump into this episode, I want to give a shout-out to our sponsor, Mills Home Center of Columbus, Mississippi. Go see my boy, Sean Gates, down at Mills. Go down to Mills, where they have the deals and the thrills and the prices that give you chills to save. Oh, the dollar bills. Roll your tongue. You got another dollar one? You got another bar to add on the end? Nah, I don't think I so. went too far. I should have yeah. let you do it. One of him do one. But. It's all good. We could have came up with something, but I was too busy thinking about rolling my tongue whenever I did <laughs> we got the, We got the Arkansas Razor <laughs> back on, the, on deck today. It's another beautiful, beautiful Sunday. Happy Father's Day, fellas. Thanks, son. Uh, only, father, only, Happy only Father's Day. <laughs> only Father's on the... On the uh, on the episode today, I've been wanting to do that all day. People have been saying Happy Father's Day. I just want to be like, thanks, thanks son. <laughs> it's so funny. I don't know why it's so funny, but it's funny. Oh man. oh man, oh man, we got we got several. What's up? We got the Boyd cast on here. We got Lauren on here. What's up, guys? Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, Lauren and Boyd cast. We uh <laughs> we got a good one, man. We got, we got a good one. Uh, oh man. As we get into it, what you guys got going on today? Oh, I ain't been doing nothing. Nothing. He said, nothing. I worked today. <laughs> okay. I worked today. Like I've that. also done nothing. I ain't going to lie. I would have liked to have done nothing. I was supposed to go eat with my parents, but my kids gave my mom a stomach virus. Oh, wow. So uh, that was nice that, of them. That got, that got canceled. Happy Grandmother's Day. Here's here's stomach, here's stomach virus. virus. Yeah, so they, uh, they went on a trip, and while they were at the beach, uh, my youngest son came down with stomach virus. Ew. And then my older son, my middle child, my oldest son slash middle child, came down with it on Friday night, Saturday morning? Friday. Friday night? Friday. I was going to say Saturday. Okay. I corrected it Friday. Uh, yeah. So are you, Friday like, night. are you taking vitamins and stuff now like to combat it I in haven't. case you get it? I haven't. Ooh. What type I of haven't. stomach virus is it? Is this one of those both ends? Not, no, uh, I don't know. It's not a real bad one, though. It's two, two, they, they both vomited twice, and they were fine. So it was kind of like a yeah, that sucks, dude. Oh yeah, vomiting any time you, you it comes out the top end, yeah, it's not a good time. I'm a fan of vomiting. Yeah, if I have did you try have you have you thought about trying bulimia? If I had to choose, <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> no, I like looking like Mr. Thumb. I don't want to be bulimia. If you could choose between diarrhea and vomit, you choose vomit. Absolutely, every time. What? What? Yeah, you're a freaking sociopath. What are you talking about? God, that's so mean. I get diarrhea once a week. I always have diarrhea, but when it's that bad, <laughs> when it's that bad, that's not. I mean, your asshole is raw, dude. It does on. get bad. I, I get that, that. but I'll that's, take that, I'll take that over. I'll, I'll take, take that over vomiting. Over dude, that week day. we drank that moonshine. Yeah. Oh man, made me rethink a lot of stuff. Yeah, really? yeah. that made dude. me rethink life. I, I honestly, I haven't picked up drinking seriously <laughs> no, since. That made me go home and sleep like a baby. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Sorry. yes. You slept that good. Talk says I vomit every. That's Alan. He says I vomit every morning. You vomit every morning, wow. and it's acid. It's not regular vomit. It's stomach acid. So roll tide, roll Rama jamma, roll tide, man. Yellow hammer, Rama jamma, go Tigers. Everybody, oh, uh, we got the Arkansas. Uh, we got the Arkansas football. So everybody, it's my Father's Day. I'm present. a, I'm a, I'm an Alabama fan. So you know, yeah, but roll it's tide. It's just my present. Welcome, so I just baby. figured Welcome. I'd put it here. 
We honestly should become like a sports show. I got if I could really get into sports, it'd be good because you're an Arkansas fan, you're a Texas fan, I'm an Alabama fan. Yeah, then we could just travel from game to game to game since, especially since. What would we do? Those people got into the SEC. They'll be here next year. Those people yeah. got in the SEC. They'll be here. Those guys. They let them in? Yeah. yeah. Started Dude, what season. are we doing? Not we coming. just let everybody yeah, in the we SEC. We let anybody in now. It's not this No, y'all season, needed us, dude. What are, what are we what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Let teams from the Mountain West start joining next year? Don't get carried away. Is, way, is, is Air Force going to join next year? What's Jeez. What's happening I mean, here? They're in Columbus, so maybe. <laughs> the, the next time next time we turn around, nobody at home got that joke by the way. They're in Columbus. Um, There's like Air Force base here, people. Sorry. Anyway, uh, I think I do think we need to start thinking about like kicking out like Vandy. Oh hell yeah! I think it's time yeah. for Vandy to go. Their baseball team is good, but though, they told so a lot really of money too. What does that matter? I think it matters in the grand scheme. Does it? Maybe. Does it? Know. Baseball is that even a sport for real? I mean, like on the it, not really. Like it's like a it's like a third tier sport. But if you think it's about like a step above tiers, golf. <laughs> All the tiers of sports. I mean, the top three tiers. Then yeah, they're decent. They, they are. I will say baseball is in the top three tiers. I mean, yeah. it's not lacrosse. Their basketball team's not always bad either. It's just their football team. Their football team sucks. I don't get it because they play instruments. The thing about this is though, but that school's got somebody's got. We got to have some wins in conference. Yeah, we need. You're like Mississippi State needs a win in conference. <laughs> At least one. Uh, right. You need one. Like you need. You got these but teams. But they're not scheduled every year. Is the bad thing. That, but they should be. They should. Be. They should be. I think everybody Vandy should, should get have a to, chance at Vandy. Everybody should play Vandy every year to get everybody at least one win. Yeah. Because the team that loses is just asked out. I just I, the reason why I have because you know there for a while we talked about making this show like a sports show like a like a, we follow MMA and stuff and it just it's really hard for me to get into it. Yeah. It's really hard for me to get into like being especially. I think even if you are into sports, if you were to make your show about sports, it would make it difficult because now that's your job. Mm-hmm. It's work. Yeah. Now now you have to watch the game. Now you have to watch fights. Now you have to know what's going on. You can't take a week off. Like it's well, just sports in general. So much changes in a week. Yeah. Like you have, I mean, you have to I mean, you gotta really be on top of it. Sure. To to be you know, one of these analysts and, and people that yeah. come on and have Oh, we'd be screwed right now because a big NBA trade just happened on my way here. Bradley Beal just got traded to the Suns. You want me to tell you the truth? You don't I don't know who Bradley Beal is and I don't know where the Suns are. <laughs> They're in what? Phoenix. Phoenix, okay. Wow. Yeah. Well, I, I've never watched a I've well, never watched a basketball yeah. game gotta, in my entire life. Well see that's the thing too, like we were saying, you gotta be into it to Right. You know it and I have literally I've legitimately I had the last NFL game I watched was over ten years ago. I've not watched a Super Bowl in over ten years. Wow. I have not watched a single NBA game in my entire life. I've never watched a single college football you basketball game. Be able to do a sports exactly. Game. I just couldn't do it. I'd ha- it would really be work for me. And I've never watched a baseball game game in my entire life i've never i've never been I, I mean other than high school my my high school when they had a baseball game i'd go and like talk to girls but i didn't pay attention to the game right oh, yeah you know like i, I didn't care Baseball's about that boring anyways baseball it really is good, like for me to watch it it's got to be the last probably eight games yeah the i would the end of the just about good. just assume watch soccer is baseball and i would rather watch paint dry than watch soccer that's Who bad. the yeah. fuck is watching soccer? It is Football. tough to watch, yeah. The, a four-hour game with a score of two to one, watching a bunch of little skinny foreigners kick a ball around a grassy field. Who is watching this garbage? Who is watching <laughs> commie kickball? It is ridiculous. 
The commies are, yeah. I mean, you've got to be in such a poor country, but the Europeans still care about it. <laughs> yeah, but like you got to be in such a poor country but to me. It was me never big to, here. I know, and I'm the, glad of that. I want to keep the, it that the way. The kids who played like stickball and the, rocks, hit rocks with sticks. The kids who. That's the people who came over here. Yeah, but the people who are around here, the first kids in America to play soccer were the kids who didn't want to play contact sports. It was the yeah. pussy kids. It was a little bitch kids. It was a little rich kids in the suburbs who mom didn't want them to wear football pads. And they're like, well, we're going to put you in soccer. And they were all the same kind of kid with the same little swoopy haircut. And don't forget the, you you know, the, ones that do this the, the token illegal immigrant who gets to play. Yeah, but he was like he was like 17 playing peewee and just murking kids. Like, that's not exactly the same. And you see that with baseball, too. You'll see these guys coming in from Latin America, and they're like, Six two with a mustache talking about I'm eleven and you're like bro you are when, not eleven. Yeah. When I was a kid, there was the Little League World Series. There's a kid who played for the Bronx. You remember that kid? Said he was thirteen, but it turned out he was like eighteen or something. Yeah, and he was He's taking a yard every he was time. A pitcher, he went, uh, no, yeah. he was striking all those little kids out. Yeah, like crazy. And they just I don't know probably in the last ten years he finally came out and said that he was yeah. And then, but, but it, it gives them a leg up. A lot of time, that a lot of time they'll they'll only do it by three or four years because what they're trying to do is they're trying to get like grown man development in high school to get them looked at oh, yeah. earlier, mm-hmm. and so they can get picked up. And then when everybody thinks they're eighteen, they're really twenty two, twenty three, yeah. and so they peak like earlier seemingly. But it, it, I mean, I get it. And the thing is, is I'm not even here to judge them. As unfair as it is, and as as much as I do disagree with it. So let me before I go into the spill, I'm about to do. I do think it's wrong, what? but what they're doing, like putting these kids in here that are way older. But if you're sitting here in Latin America and your one chance is you've got this kid that's good at baseball and you're, de- you're dirt floor poor working 18-hour days in a freaking mine or something, like, okay, we got to do something. Mm-hmm. I got to do something for my family here. This kid's good at throwing a baseball. Let's let's lie by you know we don't have that. documentation. Like I get that. we got to do something. Like yeah. like it's a it's That's a chance a at a better life. No documentation is a trick. Right? How do you feel about these parents who are holding these kids back just to play sports? You heard about this crap? If it's like, just to play sports, isn't that ridiculous? You're talking about grade level, yeah. Yes. How does that even work though? I mean, there's still age restrictions. Because right? because just say you started like me. I graduated at 17. I could have been held back. Yeah. But you would think you would only have done it because of. I there's was, probably a few, probably a lot of them. There's a few different things, reasons, me, though. though. There's probably more than one reason. No, I've been I've been told by a, a parent that they're holding their kid back for sports. Damn, somebody you know here. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right, I'm, tr- just, I'm really trying to play the devil's advocate for this. I am trying to play devil's. Like advocate. You're trying to be on their team because I'm just flustered by the fact that you're you're. His all of his friends are in his class, right? You would think, but I, I'm like I'm like Jay. You still got a uh, like age restrictions. I mean, his birth certificate still only going to carry him. He's so younger far. than than. So he started school a year early. Yeah, I can right? kind of see like like. But hey, all right, so let me play devil's advocate here. Let me play devil's advocate for just a minute. Okay, think about the confidence difference in a child who is developmentally smaller and younger than everybody versus older than everybody like the difference in kids who you know are getting a start playing their they start their senior year at 18 versus 17 or they're starting varsity at 14 versus 13 and like the the confidence how the difference in like their experience of high school being the runt who sucks at sports versus the guy that's a year older than everybody that's that's good now because and i'm saying this because 
I did not get held back because of sports, but I did get held held back, and it was a good thing for me. Like it, it helped me a lot. It helped me develop some confidence that I probably wouldn't have had otherwise. Right, this particular kid's already big as shit. I think he's bigger than all the kids that's in here. See, and I wasn't really necessarily small, but I was developmentally. I was younger. Uh, I don't know. See, because my Just, birthday, I, I was my birthday's August seventh. So I'm like, I was like, I missed the the cutoff by three days. Now the reason I was held back was because I was flunking. I was, I, I was, my parents pulled me out of school. No, I, the reason I homeschooled <laughs> was because I was flunking. Okay, okay. I was having a really, really tough time at school. My brother was getting bullied really, really bad every day. Right. I, every time I went to recess or PE, I got into a fight. Every time they let me out of the classroom. Who was getting bullied? My brother. So you were taking up for him? No, I was getting, I was, I, I started making enemies because I, I can't stand a damn bully. No. And so I would see kids getting bullied on the playground and I would just jump in. I didn't care if it was 10 against one. I'm jumping in to help that one. I, every time. I did it every time. And so a lot of the football team and people like that didn't really like me. And it got to where it was almost like a game. Every single day, we'd go to recess, we'd get in a fight. Every day. I mean, I, we'd just be walking around our own business after a while, and they'd just run up and start beating the shit out of us. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I could fight okay. Like, I, I was – physically, I was as big as the other kids <laughs> in that grade, but mentally I was a little bit behind. I had really, really bad ADHD, and – so I got held back, and I, I was supposed to graduate year 2008. I graduated 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reason I got held back was for grades. And my parents pulled me out because I was really struggling. My teacher, bless her heart, Miss Smith at Vernon, second grade teacher. She was Miss Pennington, changed Miss Smith when she got a divorce. But she took her time with me. Several times a week, she would meet me after school, and she would do one-on-one t- tutoring with me for free to help me. But I just wasn't getting it. I just didn't. My, mentally, I just couldn't handle it. And um, they held me back. And uh, it was a good thing for me. It was a good thing. It helped me out a lot. And it helped me. And I was able to be better in sports because now I was was 18 a couple days before my senior year started. I was 17 before my junior year started. Like I was was 16 going into my sophomore year. Mm -hmm. So I was one of the first. The only person in my grade that was older than me was Joe because he got held back too. Okay. Me and Joe both got held back. We were both supposed to graduate in 08 and we both graduated in 09. I got held back in the second grade. He got held back in the sixth, I believe. Okay. I graduated when I was 17. So opposite. So I didn't even, like, I graduated still 17 and didn't even turn 18 for like How? Why didn't, why two didn't, months. Until you, you started early then. Yeah. 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 So, so you, I was they, that little runt kid. How do you, how do you think that would have affected you getting held back a grade? I don't think it would have affected me at all. You don't think physically being a little bit bigger, a little bit no, stronger? By the time, by the time I got... I don't know, 10th grade, I was the same size as everybody else. I got as big as I was going to be, pretty much. Yeah, but imagine if you that had happened in the ninth grade instead. Imagine how much better ninth grade would have been. I don't think it would have made, it would have made a difference. You don't, think, you don't think a half set, an, another couple like points of a second on your 40 time when you were playing sports would have made a difference? Well, I don't. Extra 30, 40 pounds on the bench. <laughs> little, I mean, it just. I, I haven't gained that extra 30, 40 pounds in the next. Between your eighth and ninth grade, you, you probably Maybe. did, though. I don't you know. just weren't lifting. No, but, that, that place was trash too. So it was still, it was very basic as far as sports goes. I mean, I, I mean, I didn't, really I didn't go to a big sports school. The, Did you play sports? You know, like when I was younger, when I was younger, I uh, played baseball and basketball. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we didn't have football. I had to move. Your to school play. didn't have a football program. No, I had to move to play football my junior year. I oh, went dang. to play. I went to move in with my dad, and we he because me, it was so small. The town he lived in didn't even have 
freaking football, dude. I had to move in with his girlfriend to play football. If you can believe that, like he moved into a town smaller than mine that I lived in originally. Well, I mean, because your school was so small, though. The that, town was, was so small. Like they had it in the seventies. They had football, and then they abolished it. I don't know why. Maybe they were bad, or maybe because it was too small. But huh. it was just ridiculous. I don't know. And then the basketball team and the baseball team were pretty much the same people. And like I said, I played when I was young up until like seventh, eighth grade, and I lost interest because those same people were getting those same advancements mm-hmm. pretty much. I was just like, whatever, I'll just not play. Me and a friend of mine decided we just quit, and that's when we started messing up. Probably should have. I mean, I, I would have been a lot more probably goal-oriented if I'd have stayed in sports. But Yeah. Then, I, like think I, sport, said, I think sports are great for kids. Yeah, it just fills that gap. That's what I, I think sports say, are great yeah. for kids. Sports kept me out of a lot of yeah, trouble. Yeah, for sure. Because, mm-hmm. well, like I said, when I was in sports, I was not in hardly any trouble. And then right. there was a few of us that quit. It was more than, more than probably three or four that quit. So maybe five or six people quit. And all of us, five or six people, are always in trouble after that. Yeah. That happens a lot. But... And then and I just said, "Damn, Jake, you went through it." Not really. I really didn't. I think I, I'm just. I really didn't have that bad of a bad of a time. Honestly, I just had parents that were real involved that kind of pulled me out. But I think a lot of kids went through similar things to what I went through. But anyway, um, back on what you were saying. So, so, so you 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 don't think you would have been more likely to stay in sports had you had that extra year of development? No, I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't know. I mean, it's hard to say now, but see, I thrive in that atmosphere. Well, I wasn't slow like that was then. The, I wasn't slow, and I wasn't – baseball was different for me. I did not enjoy baseball. Like, you talked about baseball sucks. Baseball sucks to me. Yeah. But it was only it that or basketball that I could play. Yeah. It was That was it. You didn't yeah. enjoy playing it as well? Baseball, I couldn't I hit the ball. It. Never played it. I couldn't hit it. I could catch it, but I was yeah. scared of the ball. I'll be honest with you, when I was a kid, like, I thought I got hit with a pitching machine, and it pretty much just ruined mm-hmm. it. So I'm like y'all. I don't much like watching it, but I love to play it. I said I never played it. I played t-ball when I was five, and it was all right. Yeah, I just played because my best friend was playing. I know as a grown up, I went. I don't know, maybe three years ago, maybe I went and played softball with a guy from work. It's like a church league or whatever. Yeah, and I got up to bat, dude. And do you know how easy it is to hit underhand softball? I don't. It's super easy. It might as well be. They might as well just stick the ball in front of you and you just hit it. T-ball. Might as well be Super, T-ball. Might as well be. I was so effing nervous when I get up to the plate every time. <laughs> like I was going to miss it. I was just like, oh, my God. That's, yeah, and that makes you miss it. And they're going to hit me with it. And I'm just. It's I, like a big grapefruit. I don't convention. know. I got in a batting cage in Detroit. And they were throwing. There was a 60, 70, 80, and 90. And I was like, I'm going to face my fears. I promise you I can't hit the 90. I'm going to face my fears, and I'm going to step into this 90-mile-an-hour batter's box. Why didn't you start at, like, 60? Because I wanted to face my fears. You just went right why, didn't you, why didn't you face it at 60 first? I don't know why. Just, okay. Because I don't know. In my little bitty mind, when I got hit with that pitch machine, I was tiny, and it hurt bad. And then another thing was I got <laughs> injured. I got injured sliding into third base. A guy, a guy jumped up to catch a ball. I slid, and when he jumped – when he jumped, he landed on my middle finger, and it went all the way back. Mm. <laughs> it went all the way back. It hurt so bad, I didn't get up and score. I did not get – and it was the last time I actually played baseball. Baseball. Dang. It just sucks. But I, I mean, that didn't <laughs> matter what size I was, you know what I mean? But I just know when I – the fear was put in my head as a young person. I don't think it was ever going to go away. Because I didn't have that coach to say, look, man, stop being a little bitch. You're going to get hit with the ball. It's going to happen. 
You know what I mean? You need that. Yeah, you, you do. Absolutely, you do. Yeah. To just step in and be like, all right, look, yeah, you're being this a part pussy. Of it. Stop being a pussy. Yeah. The ball's going to hit you. It's going to hit you. Shake it off. You're fine. I had a few coaches that did that. I had a few if coaches. Had my dad that, did that. It might have been okay. Yeah. Like, that's how kind of like I do Elliot now. It's like, yeah. look, if I, if you're, the ball's going to hit you, it's going to hit you. Just, you're fine. Right. I don't say be stop right. being a pussy, but I do right. say you're going to be all right. You're not gonna die. Yeah, my, my my sons and I do not call my sons pussies, but my <laughs> sons, either. my sons, yeah, either. but my sons recently have gotten a habit of calling each other pussies. Mm. And my, my do they? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My, my sorry, look at looking, but man, stop being a pussy. Oh and Baylin's like, where did you hear that? You and heard I, that from daddy. I, they I, they probably did. Guaranteed, heard it from. And daddy. they probably even told her they heard it from me. Absolutely. <laughs> but they didn't. That sounds like some Jake. They shit. probably did, but I promise they did. They probably did. They <laughs> probably heard me saying it to somebody else. Yeah, they heard it. They probably heard me yeah. saying it to someone else because I do. I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing though. I don't really feel bad about it. It's not a bad thing. I think that a lot of I your, think a lot of little kids need to your hear five and some seven year old running around talking about you're a pussy. Yeah, don't Maybe be a, a don't be a pussy. Yeah, stop being a wuss and just get hit by the ball. I can see that. Yeah. Look, I seen something the other day that twelve that said where they start giving them the business. Where that what's going on? Where that came from? Don't be a pussy and. I guess most people think it's don't be a pussy like a vagina, but it comes from a different word, I think. Really? Which actually, see if you can find that. But I swear I seen something on this the other day, so it might not be as mad, bad as you think it it's is. Prob- it's probably what you saw wasn't true. <clears throat> I like to I mean, believe chan- it is. Chances <laughs> are. Chances <laughs> are. That like, way if my kids are calling each other pussies, I'm like, Maybe it means don't be a cat. Yeah. Don't be a cat. Don't be a, don't be a, a scared little cat don't that runs away. I can't remember. I wish I had a screenshot. It sounds like don't be a scared cat, and then someone's like, don't, don't be, be a pussy. pussy. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I feel like where, – no, where, where'd you read this, Wes? Where'd you read this? Man, it may have been Facebook. You know, everything's true on there. How did – there you go, right there. How did it get associated? I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, I don't know, bro. <laughs> no, I know that. I just – Fifth one down. That's sixth one down. <laughs> fifth one down. Uh, the Wikipedia. Don't say that one. I want to get you stabbed in uh, most places. Either way, I just – I'm going to keep thinking that. Yeah, just whatever you want, <laughs> want to think. But I don't know – Really though, if I had the guy standing in front of me saying, "Stop being a little bitch," you're gonna you get need, hit with the ball. You need at some a point. strong father figure, I think, in front of you who's not a bitch. If you don't, if you want, and that's the reason why I'm. A, I think I truly believe that I'm messing my kids up in a lot of ways. Yeah, I, I do you think call so. Your kids, like, let them no, talk like that. I, I, no, 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 no. Just in general, but I do think that it's important to have a strong male figure in your life that you're trying to aspire to, like trying to try, kind of trying to impress. Or yeah. trying to aspire to be who's not a pussy, and you're like, man, I want to be like him. I want to be like him. Yeah. And that helps you kind of like when he when when that person, if it's your dad or your uncle or your coach or whoever, when that guy's around and you get hurt, you're more likely to kind of like. <sighs> but when mom's yeah. around, you're just gonna be a little bitch, <laughs> you know. Like when when grandma's when my grandma was around, I was the biggest bitch ever. Like I'd stub my toe and just, <laughs> you know. But if my dad was there, I'd like, <laughs> and my kids are the same way. Yeah. Like yeah. my kids, when I'm at home and they get hurt, you can see they're like they'll be on the verge of tears. Like that didn't hurt. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> you're that just like, bro, bro. You're sitting there like you got one eye wincing and you're tears still coming out. That didn't hurt, you know. And they'll get up and keep playing. And you're, but usually within a few seconds, they legitimately are okay. Yeah. yeah. They're fine, Man. you know, because they don't want to. They don't want to let me down, and I I know that I might be messing them up, but I'm gonna keep messing them up because I think say, the world's just. I think we have an abundance of little pussies. Yeah, but you also got to do this thing. Like the, another thing I got done to me was, you know what, you with a little coaching, you'd be better than you are now. It's like 
Well, better than I am now, it's still fucking trash, yeah. okay? But if you would have asked my dad when I was probably 12 to 15, dog, I was going to the major leagues. You hear me? Coming from him to me, I was like, I don't... I'm not seeing the evidence here, Dad. As a grown-up now, it's just like, why are you lying to me? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, stop fucking lying to me. Just tell me, hey, man, maybe you need to take another approach. Yeah. Or maybe this is not for you. Or maybe it is for you. Maybe it just maybe just not everybody's gonna go to the majors. I'm fine with that, but I couldn't even even start. Yeah, but that's okay. It's trash. It's okay to sit on the bench sometimes. It it is. I I sat on the bench for years, dude. But when you sit on the bench. All the kids know you suck. You know you suck. Yeah. And then your dad's like, you know, Philip Woody, he needs to be your coach. You'd be the best there is out there. It's like, what gives? <laughs> That's you, probably not true. What gives you that imp- that, that impression? That impression. Because then, if those kids that are on my team now that are better than me without that coach, if they were getting coached by him, they'd be the best ever, right. and they'd be better than and me. I'd still be where I am now. Yeah. That that was just him blaming the coaches for the fact but that it, you weren't as good as he wanted you to be. Why not just say, buddy? Because then that, like you do, because he didn't, buddy. he didn't want to come out and like accept that for himself. I would have loved that yeah. though. Yeah, I he did, loved but that. he didn't want to accept it. It wasn't even about you. Like basketball, I was, I was good. Uh, I was decent. I was decent. We'll just roll with that. I yeah, gotta be good. I had a nice little jump shot. I, had, I could jump pretty good. I was straight. Right. Right. I'm one of the best. I'm not Michael Jordan. I'm not like you are. You know. Bro, you're saying not like but, I am. Like I was ever good at a sport. I'm just saying. You're I the, was never phenomenal. I'm not the goat like you are. Is all I'm saying. I was never been a phenomenal at sports. You're the goat. Ever. You said ever. that you were a goat. Yeah, and just mindset. You so, know, that's not real. But but not in sports. With the basketball, I, I blew it early. I, I blew it and never went back. I blew it because I wanted to smoke and all that. So I blame not making the team on this guy's dad, who his kid played on the team. Which clearly in practice, I I did really well. Like it was a a scrimmage, yeah. a scrimmage at tryouts, and I did really well. But when it would come time to run, I end up walking. Guess what? You're not going to play basketball if you don't have stamina. Yeah. So that was one of the. Well, also, if you're the kind of kid that just walks when it's time yeah. to run, well, I didn't walk, I'm not but I was running and right. I ran out of breath, so then I started walking. Yeah. Instead, of at least jogging it out or something. Yeah. Got to make it look like you're no running. There was no hustle there. There was no dog. Yeah. There was no dog in me at that point. Yeah. Then that's so, what the coaches were looking at. So and they were like, but I see that now. Yeah. But back then I didn't see that because I only seen what I did. Seeing you needed your dad actual, or you needed somebody to pull you aside and be like, hey, look, son. This is what's wrong. This is yeah. why you're not making the team. You got to get that dog in you. Mm-hmm. But but instead, no one was ever there really. Like those coaches were not. They were not good motivators. Yeah, most coaches aren't. Which of course, yeah. it's a high school. It's just a right. freaking English co- uh, right. English teacher. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It's like he's an English teacher now. He's yeah. Qual- he pl- qualified to coach. He basketball. played a couple years of high school ball <laughs> yeah. and and knew a guy that played in college yeah. or something most of the time. Just like just watches it every night and thinks he yeah thinks he knows it, it. and he, he but, maybe yeah. watched a couple like tutorial videos or something. I remember like being super pissed though. I was like, I didn't make the team, and this guy made the team. Bull yeah. in the fucking china shop made the team. All he does is foul. <laughs> he does, but he never stops. Yeah, he yeah. never stops moving. So, okay. Yeah. Now, but you were a shooter. Hindsight, okay. I'm good with it. Yeah. But back then, I was pissed, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I remember I had that. I had a conversation like that with a, a good friend of ours at one time who played played it at New Hope, uh-huh. and uh, he didn't make the team or he he didn't start, and he he put in all the work and he went to, he went to spring training and summer training and all that. And then a better athlete shows up, and our friend of the coaches 
one of the coach's kids, whatever, shows up and takes his starting spot when the season starts. Right. And he was like, man, all sports are is political. It's all about politics, yada, yada, yada. And one day I finally said to him, and I think I kind of pissed him off, I was like, hey, bro, like, little Quayshawn out there, he ain't starting because of politics. He's starting because he wins fucking ball games. Right. Mm -hmm. If you're good enough, you'll play. You'll play. It, it, you may not yeah. start. It, it's only politics when it's pretty close to 50-50. Yeah. yeah. When it's pretty damn close and they can't call it, the coach's kid gets it. When yeah. it's pretty damn close and they can't call it, their friend's kids gets it. But when it ain't close, you, yeah, you're ain't on close. the team. Yes, sir. Okay, those little kids from the projects, their daddy ain't nobody. That we, like, no, there's no politics. There's no politics there. there. The politic is their job is to win ball games. Yeah. Okay? Be better. Be yeah, better. Make, make the separation big enough that you cannot be denied, and then you'll get your playing time. Yeah. And that was the whole thing. Now, with me, you're talking about you wasn't a goat like me. Bro, I was never really good. When I started playing ball, I started – I was still homeschooling. And I got put on Vernon uh, Peewee team, and I was a very unpopular character on that team. They called me, uh, they called me the water boy, but yeah. the big joke was I was the water boy that sucked at football. So I was like Bobby Boucher. If Bobby Boucher sucked at football, if he was just if he was just Bobby <laughs> Boucher without being good at football, yeah. and the fucked up thing was, they were right. That's exactly who I was. Like I, I just I didn't know shit about nothing. Yeah. I homeschooled. I had no TV. I had no you know. I lived on this dairy farm in the middle of nowhere. My you know my parents were very devoutly religious and and had some. Had, had instilled some beliefs in me, some kind of you know, like little strange beliefs, or whatever. No, no judgment to my parents, but you know, we grew up Pentecostal, and and mm. you know, I didn't. They asked me one time if I knew what a pussy was, and I had no idea. And I was like twelve years old. I had, I had, no, no, the kids on the football team. Oh. They were like, "Hey man, like, you, they were like, do you know what a pussy is?" And I was like, "I was," and I was like, "No," or "Why do I care?" or whatever. And they just they clowned me for the rest of practice that day. They used to pick on me or whatever, and, and I did that for several years. And I, I got to play three or four plays a game. Sometimes, sometimes I sat at the whole, and I was okay. I'd get a couple tackles here and there, but I yeah. I was not real good. I wasn't real athletic. I wasn't. Re I've never been real fast on my feet. My feet have never been as quick as they should be. And uh, I was a little clumsy, a little injury prone, you know. Uh, I got better as I got older. I, I got in the weight, weight room and stuff. But I still, like, my senior year in high school, I was the only person on the defensive line that did not get All-State. Everybody else on my defensive line was All-State in something. So the defensive tackle next to me was, I believe, Quincy. He was All-State offensive line. The defensive tackle on the other side of me was Joe Savage, my best friend. He was All-State defensive tackle. And the defensive end, I was the left. I was the, actually, they moved me to right defensive end because I wasn't as good as the other guy. And he got All-State defensive end, and I didn't. So senior year? My senior year. Yeah. All the other, and this was after my accident, but I, every, I was a vocal leader. I was good enough that the other players would listen to me when I had something to say, mm -hmm. and I always had some shit to say. And that was really what separated me in football. I was good at getting making everybody else play better. Yeah. Yeah. I was good at like when everybody else got got lazy, I'd get on their ass and I could fight, and that helped. <laughs> I, that, <laughs> it helped. That. It the helped. Scared you beat them up. I could fight better than them. Like I, I could. I was. A, I had really good isometric muscle. I could punch hard, and I was willing to fight. And when you're willing to fight, that counts for a lot yeah. in high school. Yeah. Like if I'll just throw, if you'll just throw first, yeah. I'll just be the first one to throw a punch. So I win yeah. a lot of the time, and so I could fight. So that helped. But I was good. That's what I was good at. I was a good leader. I was never the best player on the team. I've never been the best player on the team. I've never been the best in this either. I've never been the best fighter. I've never. I was. I'm not going to be a world champion. I was never going to be a world champion. Like I, I was. I'm never going to be a world champion jiu-jitsu player. I was never going to be. 
I, I, I was I was better at this than anything else. The type of athleticism I had matched MMA and jiu-jitsu better than anything else. A lot of isometric. I could, I could squeeze hard. I could pick people up and slam them. I was good at like, you know, and then I learned how to strike. And I, I was good at the, the mental aspect of it. But what made me good really translated well to coaching. It really didn't translate that well to being a world champion. Mm-hmm. I was really good at, at, at coaching people. I understood the science of fighting. I understood the physics of it. I understood how to inspire, like, coach and motivate people. And, you know, like, let's go, baby. You know, let's, you know, it's your time, whatever. You know, I was good at, I was good at getting in people's heads. I was good. I, I understood the psychology of it. So what makes but in, you a good coach then? Uh, right. right. And so that's the reason why, as a coach, I went so much further and done so much better than I ever did as a fighter. I'll be honest with you. The amount of people in here if they have just stuck with it as long as i have it would have been better than me yeah. is most of them did i tell you about my coaching experience did i did i tell you guys about my one coaching experience you what did you coach you talking about being a coach Kickball, yeah did i tell you nah i don't know if you talked about I? this or not oh it was fire it was fire i'm a pretty decent coach too maybe right. i'm just good at game planning I'm, I'm not sure all right let's hear it but we had all these kids you know zoe played kickball two mm-hmm. years ago and the kid the, oh my god they were trash they were trash but we had the coach the coach that was like, uh, everybody gets to play, everybody, yeah. everybody, everybody. I was just like, man, I hate this guy. But he had to go out of town one, one Saturday, and he was like, hey, man, I really need you to – I was going to coach the team, but he, like, stepped in. And I was like, bet, because I really don't want to coach the team. Yeah. But anyways – Did like, you assistant coach? Yeah. Okay, you were assistant coach. But still, it didn't matter because his, his game plan was trash. Everybody gets to play. Let's put such and such yeah, here. That age, so like, I think you have to do that at that age. I'm not yeah. with it. So, I'm not either. So what I'm happened not was the better team, we played a team that like beat us pretty bad earlier in the year, and he was gone. He was like, I need you to coach. I was like, all right, bet. I'm going to do this like my way. He was like, okay, that's cool. Everybody gets a chance. I was just like, I hate you, and I hope your plane crashes. <laughs> but anyways, um, so, so I get the kids lined out. I get the line up. You know, everybody's where they. I want them to be, and we start playing, and I noticed that they start kicking real shallow. Well, my pitcher was like, I don't know, it was like 10 years old, but he was probably like 250 pounds. <laughs> Damn. It's like, God damn, man. Every time they kick it, it takes them 77 minutes to get to the ball. So I just brought – there was no outfield by the, time I, by the time I got done. The guys that were in the outfield played between first and second. That's smart. Right? That's and the, smart. And, and the second baseman and the shortstop played beside the pitcher. Mm-hmm. I brought everybody in. And they'd kicking them little shallow-ass balls, and they'd grab them, throw them out every time. Boom. What's Dog. up, Dino? We beat these motherfuckers twenty five to three. Hell yeah! And they quit in the third inning. Hell they just yeah! Quit. All a bunch kids, of quitters. All the kids were mad, and the, the coach was like, "We're done. I, they're not going to get to play if they're going to act like this." I was like, "Oh well, we're not stopping, even if they, you know." See, I think that's a that's <laughs> a fuck up on the coach's part. <laughs> yeah. They're not going to get to play that like this. No, sorry, you no, finished the game. Yeah. I'm saying, yeah, they're not. They should have finished the game. Like they're not worthy of playing anymore because they're acting like bitches. So I, I like, see what he's saying. Well, but you, I like, that's gonna, cool, but yeah. but even if you let them continue, we're not going to stop beating the dog shit out of them because I got them figured out now. Yeah, I figured you little ten year olds out, you little sons of bitches. I'm with that. I'm 100% with that. As a matter of fact, I've thought about helping coach before, but, like, I would almost need to, like, have a coach's parents meeting because I miss old school coaching where it's yeah. like, hey, guys, let me tell you something. What I'm here to do is my win. job <laughs> wins. Win, win fucking ball games. Yes. I'm here to win. And all this bullshit – 
Everybody gets to play. And here's the thing. I grew up before everybody gets to play. Yeah. Well, they let, when, when we, well, we, we let everybody play, but when they said everybody gets to play, it's like you get to play one play, yeah. two plays, three plays, something like that. Well, you get to play if we're up by 20. Yeah, yeah. Then you get to play. And that's when I started putting the little people in. The little bitty, yeah. Little when you're win- and that's the beauty of it. When you're winning big. But guess what? My confidence was bit, was got boosted because sure. I was on a winning team, yeah. even though I didn't go into the third and fourth quarter when we were up by 20. It didn't matter. It didn't yeah. matter. I got I, – I, I was there to win. I was there to win. I'm here. If there's something to be won, y'all, I'm here to fucking win it. That's right. I'm here to win it. And I think a couple things that I don't like about modern coaching, it's so, like, feminized. And when I say feminized, I don't mean, like, women or who did it, but it's just that worldview, that worldview of – Taking care of, like, oh, let's not rub it in anybody's yeah, like face. Nurturing, nurturing let's just lose. nurture everybody, and everybody yeah, no. gets a trophy, Hell and no. everybody gets to play. No, sir. Yeah. That that defeats the purpose of sports. Yeah. Sports are because, guess what? Some people, better than other people. Yeah, it's supposed to be competitive. Yeah. It's supposed to be competitive. And guess what? Some of the absolute best lessons you're ever going to win learn in your life come from getting your ass kicked. Right, I know sure. you don't watch Alabama yeah. football, right? Because you said that earlier. Yeah, I don't much. But, About but, one or two games a year. All right, so in the one or two games you watched a year, would you prefer to watch the game where they're playing Auburn in a three-point ball game or the game when they're playing Mississippi A&M and beating the fucking dog ass out of them? By Depends on what you mean by prefer to I get, watch. I get bored. Like, it's over. Yeah, but it's I get just, too yeah. frustrated watching the close games. That's why I don't like sports. Well, maybe it's because it's your team, but yeah. I'm just saying. If I'm going to watch a ball game, usually you want to watch a good – when you get done, especially if you win. If you win on that three-point ball game, oh, yeah. that, it goes down. Like, that's that's really the ball game you want to like, watch. Like the game oh, you yeah. watched with me. You remember when Ole Miss and Arkansas played and they were tight end, threw the ball backwards, and the, the running back picked it up and – Got a first down. I don't know if I've seen that. Oh, man. What's up, anyway, string burn? I bet, I bet Jake don't forget. You remember that time you was at my house and I bam, damn near flipped the living room? I don't remember that. You and Balin was at my house watching me watch Arkansas football. Facts. They watching me watch Arkansas football. Facts, Lauren. And uh, we were down. You don't remember this? I've, seen you, I've seen you flip shit so many bro, times watching games, bro. You and Balin were at my house when I lived on 12. I've, you were flipping stuff I, out of excitement or out no, of no, – No, look. So this is what happened. I've seen this a bunch. The quarterback gets the ball, <laughs> throws to Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry, it was fourth down. Hunter Henry throws the ball backwards. He just throws it like this. <laughs> Across the other side of the field, Alex Collins picks it up first down. Well, in my mind, I'm thinking it's touchdown or we lose. But that's not the case at all. We got a fucking first down. This is overtime. Maybe. Why did you think it was touchdown or you lose? I was okay. hoping maybe you remember me flipping my shit. Because, I saw you flip your shit every time shit, I was at I your house. Shit. And Jake's like, what is your problem? <laughs> just What's mad. wrong? That was a good play. I was like, we fucking love it. He was like, no, you got a first down, dumbass. I was like. I vaguely oh, remember shit. this. We yeah. did get a first down. I vaguely Bet. remember this. And then we went to win the game, but I flipped my shit. I very vaguely you remember? remember this. Yeah, because I, like, I could tell I could tell that you were embarrassed after y'all won the game. Yes, you were like, oh, damn, like, I shit. I threw in the big-ass temper tantrum. For nothing. And we won the game. I, I vaguely remember I get mad at games, too. That's why I don't watch sports. Yeah, that's, it makes that's sense. That's why I don't watch sports. I don't. Want, it stresses me out. If it's a boring game, it's boring. If it's a close game, it's so stressful because I don't yeah. have control over what's happening. I'm so like I want control over what's happening. I do too. And so when I'm watching, man, it is stressful. I enjoy it though. I like <laughs> they see you shaved your head now, Wes. Shaved Take that hat off. The whole head. Uh, yeah, they, oh, he skint it, boy. Skint it. How'd like they that? catch that? That was a good catch. I, don't have, oh, I pulled my hat off. Just minute to rub my head. Oh, that's how. Yeah, I didn't I notice. 
I, we was rolling Friday night, and I, I, he was on top of me, and my guard had his head in my chest, and I started rub, rubbing yeah. his head. <laughs> I wish I had a monkey. I wish I had a monkey. Damn hips or from rolling the other night. Really? You know what, though? What I was going to say is uh, I get that, too. I get stressed out watching games and stuff. It. But I, I get I, I get upset I when they Texas lose, rant. and I can I, I, I ride the high, too, when they win. <laughs> You're going to see when we come over. Moon's but like, um, I don't see how people stay mad for Bro, days. you know y'all going to have a losing season this first year. Negative. It ain't no, this year. It's next year. Okay, so it's not this coming year. The next year, we're going all the way. When Arch man, <laughs> oh man, when Arch, bro, you're not going all the way in, the, in where you're at now. You didn't even win the conference championship where y'all were at last year, did you? Yeah, yeah. Not oh, y'all did win the conference trash. championship. Okay. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> oh, did the horns down on me? I'm sorry, I'm bro. Just gonna cry. Yeah, man. no, I, I, I definitely, I definitely. Uh, Cannot watch sports. I'm just not. I'm too competitive. We should all go pile. That's up. why I don't play games. Yeah, I know. I, but you know what? I've got to where I do now. I've learned. I've I've gotten a lot better. Have you? I've gotten to where I can do it well, now. Thank God, because you can't yeah. win every time. I, I, dude, I can't help it. Like maybe it's because you never lost earlier, and then 100%. you started to lose 100%. in real life, 100%. and then you had to learn how to take it. Hundred percent. Because I remember playing any pool, anything, right when he graduated. Uh, we're state champions. Uh, I'm the best fighter. <laughs> uh, I can out wrestle anybody. My jujitsu. Yeah. I'm you're right. La, 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 and it's like, fuck, man, I hate you. Let's play tic tac toe. Fuck you! God, I'm like, oh, let's yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, I just well, one of the reasons I am good at things too, because I was never great. I've never, and it, that bothers me. I, I've always felt like a step down from like a like a, a poor man's Daniel Cormier. You know what I mean? Like I've just I was never ever quite good enough at things to go to the next level. You know, I was always one of the best. I was never the best. I was always pretty good. I was never a goat. And I had things I was really good at, but you know, I was never the best at anything, and I'm so competitive. I outwork everybody. So, like in the off season, I used to get in trouble in football because we did not have a out of season weight room program. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to lift, and I would get in trouble for if like we had a music we had a music class that was not for a credit, okay, and we had to go to. And a lot of time they were getting ready to go to course competitions and shit. I didn't sing in course. I wasn't in that class, and it wasn't for a credit. So I'd just go to the weight room and lift. Yeah. But I wasn't allowed to. And if I got caught, I'd get detention. But I didn't give a shit. I did it every day. And, like, I just stayed in trouble. I'm like, coach. And my coach, was, my head coach was also my principal. And I'm like, coach. But he was, so he wasn't backing you on it? No. Oh, that's messed up. <laughs> no, because they, they, we, there was not allowed, they did not allow any kids in the weight room without a, a teacher present. I, I get that. I too. get that. Yeah. I get that. But at the same time, it's like, coach, I was like, if you want to keep winning, we got to be in the weight room. Like, we need to, like, like you know, we, we won state sophomore year. We went last round playoffs, you know, but, like, we got to be in the weight room. And so I, I was always in the weight room. I was very disciplined on, like, making sure. I, I, even when the team wasn't working out, I was always working out. I was always trying to get better. And I just, because I cannot stand losing. You had people skipping class with you to go work out? Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> so you was getting everybody else in trouble. <laughs> I got other people in trouble, too, yeah. Nice. Yeah, At well, the, you by yourself, the thing was, though, the thing was, though, I just – it's so hard for me to get my head around stupid rules. Yeah. And at the same yeah. time, I don't, I see how that rule's not stupid, but at the time it seemed stupid to me. Cause I'm like, I'm in this class. I've got to waste an hour of my life in this course class. And you're not part of the and course. And I'm not part not, of the course. I'm not, and I'm not getting a credit. Yeah. That's bogus. let me go. And I'm like a sophomore junior. Like, yeah. let me go to the weight room. Let me go lift. Let me go get something to eat. Let me do anything. Let me go to a study hall. You would think the coaches yeah. would see that drive too and be like, damn, we need that. Well, yeah, they did. Oh, no, my coaches love me. 
Well, maybe my coat because up a weightlifting right, that's right. Yeah, but yeah. they didn't have the, they didn't have the staff for it. You know, it was a small man. private school yeah. that it was really you know my my I went to a private school. Was the principal but a teacher was, too? Uh uh-uh. uh Well, he could have been. Yeah, but he had stuff to do. I mean, he he was busy. He was for running a school. A he was running the school. He was well, and it wouldn't have just been an hour a day. It would have been an hour a day for our like few players. Oh, because y'all weren't all. We in weren't that all. Class. Like, we're not all in that class, okay. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, all my all my grade was. What if you could have put that whole like. Everybody on the football teams and an elective at such and such hour. Yeah, it could have been, and we but we'd have had to. I mean, he had too much. I mean, I I, I know how much he, like P- he had probably had P- going on. Y'all were split up. Or did you have? We didn't P- have PE. Oh, okay. Well, that's dumb. Yeah, we didn't have a PE or anything. That's there was no physical exercise class. Yeah, and they made you go to choir. Class? And they made us go to God, choir. That's ridiculous. That's it was rough. It's because yeah, of the Christian. And so what I did, what I did was I um, I started. They were like, all right. Well, not only did at first, not only did we have to go to music to course. We had, were required to sing. Oh, so I'm like, all right, motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm going to sing, but I'm going to sing as loud and as bad as, as I possibly as can. So I just, yeah, I just screeched <laughs> as loud as I could until the teacher finally was like, you know what, Jake? It's fine. Just please sit down. Just, just please sit down and stop. And I'm like, oh, okay. So then I'd sit down. Well, now they're not listening to my voice anymore. So when she turned around, the door was just to my left. So I just slide out the door real quick, and I'd walk downstairs and go to the weight room, nice, and start working out, and then I'd get caught, and then I'd get detention, you know. Huh. So, like, when is detention? After school. After school. I absolutely would flip a table monopoly. I've done it several times. Best thing about public school is I came and went every day as I please. No one noticed, or uh, she would have went gone crazy. Where um, the hell did you go to school? Yeah, <laughs> went the way. Uh, I think she went. I don't remember. My little baby school? ass school would have noticed. It. They did. Yeah, because you had your school. Think about where I went. I well, went to Victory, and it was a private school. But like one thing about Victory is, like it was, it's less than two hundred dollars a month to go there. Uh-huh. So it's not like like a lot of private schools are like eight hundred, nine hundred, a thousand dollars a month. This school is was like one hundred and fifty bucks a month. Yeah. It was it's less to go to yeah. school there than it is to come to this gym. Like it's, it was less for me to go to high school than it was would be to sign up for classes here mm-hmm. because it was Brandy. it was like a, it was like a ministry so like they're trying to like get kids that can't afford to go to private christian school and give them an alternative okay and so it was a lot of kids like they had a lot of really good kids there but it was a lot of kids that were from really good christian families that were poor and also a lot of kids that had got kicked out of public schools mm-hmm. and that's who a lot of people wow. would go there 365 kids in the graduating class yeah. they were like Forty in I mine, had twenty three in mine. I want to say forty. I almost didn't graduate because of days missed. And that's a th- another thing is like I, I realized how much I probably wasn't as good at sports as I think I was because I was going to a school. Like I was and people. I was and I was playing. There was eighty kids in the whole high school, and we were playing other schools about that size. So yeah, I was really good. Now I will say we had a bunch of kids on our team that came over from Columbus High, New Hope, and like one of the starting players from Columbus High came over. In my sophomore year, he was like, "You're good enough. You could play at Columbus High. Like you're good." And, and it, it, my sophomore year, I was a lot better than my senior year because I had not had my car yet, yeah. so I was a lot faster. And when um, that happened, your junior year? happened 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 the end of my sophomore year. Happened April twentieth of my sophomore year. Damn. Um. So yeah, that my and he was like, uh, so that did make me feel that gave me a lot of confidence because he was like, you know, I've been playing at Columbus High the last four or five years. Who was that? Dusty Fields. Uh, he was our, our center. He was about six five, three fifty, big old boy, and yeah. really good offensive lineman. Probably the best offensive lineman I played with. Um, That's a big fella. And then it's so funny, man. His best friend was Stephen Wells. Stephen was working at McAllister's till not not long ago, but Stephen was a little black dude, and he was about five foot 
three, five foot two, five foot three, about 135, 130, <laughs> 25. Little Steven? dude, Stephen Wells. Yeah. And then his best friend was but, six five. But his best friend was a white dude who was six five three fifty, and then Stephen was five foot nothing, like a little over five foot tall, like one hundred twenty pounds. And I, I know that guy, little, little bitty black dude, right? I think he works for Robinson Janitorial. He, he might. I don't. The meal, right? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool guy. Yeah. Super nice guy. Both of them, just great guys. I love both of them. If I see him to this day, I'm gonna give him love, like nothing but love. But they were the they were the funniest best friends I've ever seen because they were both really good at football too. Stephen played uh, running back, and he was a little dude, but he was, oh, so, he was so fast. fast yeah. Nobody could catch him. It didn't matter. He was little. Yeah. And believe it or not, he won but like 125. But homie could hit. Yeah, homie. I mean, in the weight room, he could keep up with everybody. He was just zero percent body fat, no body fat on him at all. Just shredded out the frame. That's him. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. him. Yeah, shredded out the frame, no body fat. He, I mean, he couldn't lift as much as like me or Dud, like the big dudes. Mm-hmm. But like all the other backs, he was just as strong, if not stronger. And he was running like a four flat, bro. He was like, I don't remember exactly what he was running, but I mean, the only reason he could not have played college ball is he got size, smushed. Yeah. Oh yeah, he'd have been killed. You know, but high school, small high school ball, he oh, puts yeah. him afterburners on and wasn't nobody catching him. Yeah. And, but it was so funny just watching them walk around the halls and just Dusty was <laughs> a good bit taller than me and huge. And Steven was a little bitty fella and little and just white and black. And it was just, it was so funny. It was so funny I watching remember him. the Titans. Yeah. It's a great movie. It's a good movie. It's a great movie. Um, but yeah, I had, some, I had some good experiences, man. This, this kind of just turned into a sports episode. Yeah, um, it'd be like that sometimes. I, I was, but 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 that did kind of like thinking like, okay, I went to the super small school. Would I have thought, been as good, excelled as much yeah. in a bigger program? And honestly, probably not. But I think I was good enough to probably start sort of like I did there because I mean we had a lot of really good. Our team had starters from all the public schools that were starters there. Yeah. Almost everybody that started on our team mm-hmm. had also started at public schools in the area. They just had gotten in trouble or they were really good Christians and somebody had sponsored them to come over. Yeah. People were paying them to go there or their you parents. Boosters at the freaking Christian Technically, school? you can't do that. Technically, you can't <laughs> do that. Technically, they can't do scholarships or anything like that. What are they like? Adopt these people, but or? there were people in churches that knew that there was good kids that were going to public schools and maybe had been in trouble or whatever. And they're like, "All right, we're going to put up money." Not, oh, so not that church. They don't live with them; they just pay. For yeah, them. they would just pay for. They would just okay. pay for them to go so to school. It's like there. just being a good Christian. Yeah, person. yeah, letting them go to the Christian school. Okay, yeah, because it wasn't like I said. It was like I think right now my kids it's like one seventy five a month. It's, they're going up, but it's like one seventy five, around two hundred dollars a month to go there. You now, know, I'm going to tell you the difference. The difference in like. Actual football, right? And playing football every day at, at lunchtime at a school that doesn't have football, and we'd do that every day. Yeah, we'd play, and I was I was really good. <laughs> yeah. And then so when I moved and I started playing actual football, I, I started during two days in the summer, and I get there and the coach is like, "All right, so what do you play?" It's like, well, my old school, I played running back. <laughs> you talking about recess football? Though? Recess football. Yeah, that's a lot different. I played running, running back. back. <laughs> and, and he's like, all right, bet. Well, all the running backs on that team are black. Every one of them. You ain't playing running back, playboy. Well, well, I got bad news for you, Tyler. <laughs> I don't know where you've been going to school. Let me but. tell you, like, right? So there was a senior running back. There was a junior that's running back. a short, Mo. There was a senior <laughs> running back, a junior running back, and a sophomore running back. 
and they were all really good. I'm not even going to sit here and stunt. Like I'm not. I'm not saying they were D1 players, but yeah. compared to a little Tyler, they were really D1 good. running backs are another thing. I did not even understand the playbook because I'd never seen one. Right. I did not understand the workout drills because I had never done one. Yeah. I didn't understand shit. You would have been way better off if you'd have went in there and told them, like, hey, look, I've never actually played football yeah, before. Yeah, and then I could have just put me through the cycle and right. figured out where I fit in. So, yeah. anyways, so I go in and say I'm a running back. Well, they put me through the drills, and I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Oh, man, I feel bad for you right now in the Oklahoma's, story. start off, I broke my hand immediately because they gave me the ball, and when they gave me the ball, instead of taking it and tucking it, I just took it. And ran with it in the middle. And the guy hit me with the crown of his helmet right on the top of my hand and pinned it between the football. <laughs> and it looked like somebody had just cut my hand open, stuck a small turtle in there, and sewed it back up. It was awful. And yeah, so I, I wish like, I could have oh, seen man. that. All right, man. Yeah, so yeah. then I let it heal up, and I go back out there. And Coach Cope goes, so uh, you still a running back? And I was like, mm, I don't know about it. What do you think? He's like, I don't think you were a running back. So what else did you play at your old school? I was like, wide receiver. He's like, wide receiver. I was like, yeah, I also play wide receiver. So we go out. You still weren't going to tell this dude you didn't actually play football? Man, it came out. Just give me the chance. Okay. So it came out. So then we're doing ladder drills. And I don't know how to do ladder drills. That's the very first thing. He's like, all right, ladder drills, go. Everybody's going. And I get up, and I'm like, so what am I supposed to do here? He goes, I thought you, also, I thought you played running back. I was like, man, that was a recess. He goes, Oh, oh my man. god. The roast that was like, that happened. No, I can just I No, cuz nobody was there. Oh, really. Man. Just your coaches though. Yeah, they I mean the coaches shit, are going to roast you. I bet they shit on me after Dude, when I was all there. the kids Oh, they didn't do it in your face. No. See, every coach I ever had did it in See, my face. Coach, oh, that coach was really mean though. He's very mean. So he just he'd give you the business for no reason, so he wasn't just going to shit on me for that. He's like, "You're too slow. You're too un- you don't know la 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 la." And I was like, "Mm." Okay, so anyways, they moved me to wide receiver. Well, I just couldn't do it. Yeah. I didn't know how. You would have literally had to give me the the tutorial. Yeah. The move high, and a lot of time high school football, unless you get a coach that's going to take a special interest in you or yeah. you're a phenomenal athlete, once you get to high school, like especially junior, senior year of high school, yeah. they're not going to take a lot of time to show you the basic, basics so at that point. You should already know. They moved me to wide receiver mid-practice. Mid-practice. When practice is over, we're walking back to the field house. The senior wide receiver, who's the best wide receiver, also the best cornerback, we're walking together, and he's kind of like, he's a dick. And I'm just like, you know what, man? Fuck you. I'm going to take your fucking spot, and then I'm going to take your girlfriend. Ooh. And we tied into it right there and had to be pulled apart. But I was just trying to show a little dog, you know Yeah, what I'm you, you got to let him know. I was trying to show some I'm dog. I'm with that. I'm it, with it, that. The dog did not work. So, anyways, they moved me to tight end. <laughs> And like they're like, what? What are you good at? I was like, I don't know. I'm not. I'm maybe not good at anything. Show me how to play these positions because yeah. I'm not good. Because the thing at is, if you go shit. into a position you don't know how to play that position or what that position's job right. is, it's really nobody. Hard. Even if you're a good athlete, it's gonna be hard. You know, a, so, a defensive tackle and in like you can just go after the quarterback and you'll you'll you can look kind of good doing that. That can be a good position if you got the athleticism. So it's safety. Yeah. Okay. But I would think safety. You got to be able to read what's yeah, happening. But, but you still got to be able to cover receivers. Be pretty damn fast. They were safety. like still safety though. blitz. Okay. You're good at safety blitz. That was all. Yeah. Safety blitz. So you definitely didn't start then. Safety. Because if all you can do is blitz the safety, you're not going to start. <laughs> okay. Well, that's the only thing that gave me the shot at at first. But no, I didn't start. I'm gonna just tell you, I didn't even get to fucking play. Okay. But let me get to that. So, anyways, after they moved me from wide receiver to tight end, I didn't know how to block. 
Do you know how to block? Of course. Yeah? You know how to block? Well, I play football, so yeah, I know how to block. <laughs> how long did you play football? This is about as knee high. When, until you grew up? Mm-hmm. You played to your senior year? Mm-hmm. You were pretty good, right? I was okay. What position just, did you play? Uh, up until my sophomore year. I'm going to choke you. Nuh-uh. When I was younger, I was skinny and fast. I played running backs and quarterback and safety. And you started in those positions? Yeah, up until okay, then you were yeah. pretty good. And then if you started at a, if you started, you were pretty good. In my and then opinion. I got once I got to my sophomore year, I, I put on some mass, and so then I started playing linebacker and running back. So how do you know how to block? I mean, I just legally, you just know how to play when you play football, I guess. Wow. So anyways, <laughs> I did to block. Yeah, I mean, I'd I mean, because as a running back, did you, you get you technique? Block, learn you know? how to because yeah. I held a lot. That was the thing. They're like, yeah. you can't play tight end and hold a lot. Yeah, you can't. True. You can't do anything. I, I was like, well, what am I supposed to do? Because their step, their first step's faster than my first step because I don't have any technique. Yeah. We don't have time to teach you. Well, I, you know, I know I was never taught any of that. No. First steps and how, how to come it's off like, the ball, anything like that. Mm-hmm. I did have – the thing was, was I was a good enough athlete. So I played three years at Vernon. I got moved to Emmanuel, uh, which is Columbus Christian now. Um, after playing it, it – and I thought – I'm thinking, like, all right, well, I'm coming from public school ball to private school ball. I'm straight. Mm. But I was also moving from Pee-wee, varsity Pee-wee to JV, too. I was not straight. Like, I was getting smoked. And I moved up. And the thing was, at playing Pee-wee ball, they didn't actually teach me very much football. Technique. They yeah. just – it was just like they lined us up and let us hit. Mm-hmm. And so I, I learned how to have that dog in me, and I learned how to hit. I learned how to be physical, but I didn't actually learn how to play football. So I had a, I had a coach, um, uh, Coach Blaylock at Emmanuel, and I was in the same grade with his son. Me and his son didn't like each other very much, but he actually took time with me. And then there was another coach, Dickie Peralto, who he I always thought he was kind of mean. And as I look back, it's like, no, he saw – I think he saw athleticism in me because right. he would go watch me. I practiced with the varsity. Yeah. I didn't practice with JV because there wasn't enough kids on the varsity field of scrimmage. Yeah. So we had to scrimmage. I played running back against varsity my seventh and eighth grade year. And so I'm playing running back against juniors and seniors. And getting just absolutely demolished. And it was killing my confidence. I hated the mm. sport. But then I'd go to the JV games, and I'd dominate. I looked good. And I remember he pulled me out of the side. He's like, man, dude, you play like a superstar on JV. I'm like, because, Coach, I'm an eighth grader. <laughs> like, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, because I'm 13. <laughs> like, that's why I look like a superstar on JV. Oh, I'm going against juniors and seniors. I didn't say that because, you know, you can't tell that to your coach. Yeah. I remember it was this one time even uh, they had me. And I never played running back either. So I was, it's not like they had, were teaching me to play running back because I didn't play running back. Mm-hmm. I was just a good enough athlete that with all the starting uh, varsity, I was good. They knew they weren't going to just kill me and hurt me. Mm-hmm. And so they, he was like, all right, this time we're just going to give you the ball and you do whatever you want with it. It's one of the most embarrassing moments of my football career. Uh, Coach Dickey <laughs> said, we're going to give you the ball and you just do what you want with it. And every time they ever handed me the ball, I was hit immediately. I, I did not like – my, my offensive line were seventh graders. The defensive line were juniors and seniors and sophomores. Oh, wow. So it's not like I had time to do anything. Mm-hmm. I was just – I basically spent an hour and a half to two hours a day just getting smoked by dudes that were 6'2", 250. <laughs> just getting smoked. Bow, bow. I hated that football year. Oh, my God, I hated it. But he said, all right, we're going to give you the ball, and you do what you want with it. He, they turn around, they hand me the ball, and I fucking froze. Oh, no. Boom! And they just came out of in nowhere and just no. It was in, it was right. in scrimmage. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, I never I never got to pl- run the ball in the game. Uh, like I said, I was playing JV. Right. And then a lot of the a lot of the starters on the varsity were also ninth graders who were our starters on JV. Mm-hmm. So all the good players on JV 
other than me and the quarterback, and they couldn't hit him because he's the quarterback. All right. We're all the, we're eighth. We're the only the eighth graders. I got in trouble for that too. Hitting the quarterback. Yeah. Me too. Bunch of times in practice. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was, oh, they, yeah. they make him wear a different color jersey. Yeah. Yeah, but I yeah. thing is. We had a I was a big kid. I get the in the heat of the moment. I'm running. I, I hit the – sometimes the coach would step in and play quarterback because he was kind of oh. younger and he, he'd come in and play. I hit him. Of course. No pads on. Oh, wow. He didn't wear pads. I remember I went helmet to head with him. Oh, so he's kind, of, he's kind of like a football John Dixon then. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> but, no, he wasn't happy about it. I bet not. He wasn't like, oh, he didn't – I mean, he was just like, come on now, Jay. You know, like yeah. – Like that safety blitz I was telling you about. The left-handed quarterback. So, I'd come, I'd come right, right behind him. And I wouldn't tackle him. I'd just shove him. And he gets super pissed. You're not supposed to touch me. I was like, this is dumb. This is really oh, dumb. You got in trouble for just touching him? I shoved. I pushed him down. So. Oh, you pushed him down. Okay. That's a little different. But it was fun. Okay. Yeah, I'd but, uh, sling him down sometimes. So I go from tight end, tight end. I get a tight end, and I suck real bad. So then they get me in the safety thing, and they're like, we get up in the very first game, like a lot. And they're like, all right, you're about to go in. And then just as I, I'm about to go in and get my glory or get – Scored on whatever happens, the coach comes up. He's like, "I can't play you." I was just like, "Why?" He's like, "Cause now, now we know you don't live here. Now we know that you're just living with your dad's girlfriend, and I can't let you play because then we have to forfeit the game if somebody was to find out." And it just deflated me, and I moved right like probably a week after that. I was just like, "Well, fuck it, can't now. I can't. I, I got my chance." So, but you were living there. But I would no, not legally. Okay. She wasn't my guardian. Guardian. Did your dad live with her? No. Oh. Oh yeah. man, that sucks. So, so like the first game, it was actually I want to say it was the actual first real game because the first game we played, we played at uh, Arkansas State Stadium. Who, t- who snitched? I don't know. Motherfuckers. Played at Arkansas State Stadium and I just didn't get in. But there was there was a senior tight end, there was a junior tight end, which I was a junior, and then there was a sophomore tight end who was also way better than me. So I didn't get to get in the tight end group, yeah, which was when I was playing tight end then. And then when they moved me to safety, there was only two. So we got up, and I was like, "Yep, that's playing. I was going to." And then that guy was like, "You're supposed to be getting in right now, but I'm not going to be able to let you because if you do play, and someone does say something, then you will forfeit us the game." And so you need to get that figured out. And then so I tried to get it figured out, but we never could. He didn't want to. He couldn't move there because something about his job or some shit. I don't fucking know. He was a cop in another county, and I don't know. Or maybe he was just lying. Yeah. And didn't want to live there because he was out probably yeah, knocking boots story, with dude. some hoes. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it is what it is. But but uh, that was my shot. And but we did get to. I did. Hundred percent, Lauren. The ones that they could not. But I again, like I say, I, we were. Oh, to that point. I get to that point when Tyler gets done. But go so ahead. I did get to ride the pine at an actual like D one. That's college cool. stadium, and that was dope. Yeah, I got some cool experiences, and I met some cool people, and I mean, some of them I still talk to. So, so Lauren, to your <laughs> point, you got to remember, my team, we were winning like all our games, like eighty to nothing. So it was like a bunch of public school kids. All the good players from Emmanuel had moved to victory. A bunch of public school kids had moved to victory. We had this perfect storm of super athletic players that were at the school at that time for those few years and every game we were blowing them out like eight literally not bullshit no bullshit 
80 to nothing. The only reason we weren't going over 100 points a game was because our coach would not let us. And they really? had the third string in by the second half. Damn, second wow. By the second half, I was usually on the bench by the end of the first quarter. Wow. First quarter, by, by the end of the second quarter, I was never in the game. Because y'all were so far ahead? We were so far ahead. We were always up by like 50 points by the end of the first Jesus. half. Jesus. We were just – I mean, it was eight-man football for one thing. So, it's uh, uh, eight-man football on a 50 by 100 field. So, you've got fewer players on a, on the same size field. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, there's just – speed's going to become a bigger factor. We were faster than the oh, other teams. Are you playing the same size field? Yeah. We could. So, you could play on an 80 by 40 or uh-huh. a 50 by 100. We usually played on a 50 by 100. Okay. We didn't play as good on the 80 by 40 field because we were a fast, speed-based team. We were yeah. faster than everybody else, especially sophomore year. Um, we were bigger than everybody else senior year. We had several people that I played like at private school with. Several people went on to play college ball. They went to scuba. Didn't they? Like went someone went to scuba, someone went to ICC. But we had several go to MCC, ICC. Now they weren't just killers on those teams. Now, they were just good enough to get on the team. Most of them red shirted. You know, it was All a right. it was a lot different. But that's most of the time the case for public school kids that get oh, to go yeah. to those places too. For sure. So we had a bunch of kids that went on to play, and and so. There was this big thing like who would win between Victory and New Hope when I was in school. And I'll be honest with you, I'm not saying we would have beat New Hope. I don't think we would have beat Columbus High. We definitely would have got destroyed by West Point. We would have got destroyed by Knoxville County. Any of those schools would have killed us. Uh, but New Hope, or, New Hope, who was not good, I believe we would have beat, especially in eight-man football. Because, yeah. like I say, you had we had a lot of starters – from public school that had moved over mm-hmm. because they had got kicked out, because they had gotten in trouble. Some of them didn't fit in because they had attitude problems. That's why they got kicked out of Columbus High so or whatever. low-key kind of cheating too. Huh? We weren't cheating because we were, we were not <laughs> recruiting these well, players. Yeah. We weren't recruiting them. It, you had it a just, good free agent pool. We had a, we had a free agent pool that was just out of this world. And so, And honestly, I think some of the private school, like I went and watched Victory play, man. Kids today are just different. Kids today don't play like we used to play. They may in some school, some schools, but when I went to the Victory Homecoming game, I don't mean any disrespect to them, but this is something that I've heard coaches from that school say. They don't have the drive we had. I fucking breathe that shit. Yeah. I like when I when I'm into a sport, when I'm into anything, I'm I live it and breathe it. I don't care about anything else. Like like I picked football over girls during football season. And that's the only thing I ever picked in you front think of girls. It has to do with some of the rules like they put on as far No, as like, I just think kids like they're a- soft. Like rough and passive. No, I, just, I think I think kids are just bitches. Because that, that I think be, they're just soft. I think I, I think that I think that they're just. I 100 percent agree with you on that, well, but I think could, kids. When are you soft. played like like when I played, I couldn't wait oh, to rip the quarterback in every half. time, brother. And if, now you and like, I didn't care if you already threw the ball it, for sure. Dude. Like he throw the ball, he'd think he was safe, and I'd still take and his and head that off. Whistle hadn't blown yet. Yeah, if you, if you didn't blow the whistle, I'm smoking you. And when. I got a couple. I got a couple rough in the passer calls, but they were way more lax on it back then. And the thing is, is I, I do it on purpose. And the reason I did it was because I knew if I lit your ass up two or three times in the first quarter, you're gonna be nervous you're the rest of the game. The and they'd the start game, throwing yeah. interceptions. They'd throw bad passes. They'd rush passes. They'd <laughs> scramble a little too early and get sacked. And even though I didn't always get the number, like on the, my sack or on my tackle or whatever, and I wasn't the one intercepting the ball, I knew all game long. I lit his ass up in the first quarter, and that's what caused that. Mm-hmm. And I was always just a little too slow to get the sack, but I'd always get right on him. And he'd have to run and throw it on the run. Right, yeah. You know, and, and he'd always, you know, be nervous. He'd hear my footsteps coming, huh, you know, because I was – I've been this size since I was a sophomore. You know, I was a little thinner, but I've been this height and kind of – I was skinnier, but I was a big boy, and I could yeah. hit, and I was physical, and I would hit these guys, and they would just they'd, – they'd rush it. Now – I was just too slow because I remember I went to ICC, man. And Mississippi Juco is another thing, man. 
Mississippi JUCO is like D1 everywhere. Oh, for else. sure. Yeah, yeah. JUCO in Mississippi is not a joke. Yeah, for the folks out here thinking we're just talking about basic. Yeah, go watch Last Chance Juco. You <laughs> Dude, on Netflix. That scuba team That's is sure. no joke, dog. Well, I went to ICC, and ICC sucks. ICC is terrible. They're, they're known for their <laughs> band. And so I, I was fighting, and I had a bad knee. I knew I couldn't play, but I was like, man, I wonder if I could just walk on. I wonder what would happen if I just tried to walk Did on. Did you try ICC? No. No? I didn't. I met the defensive end. Big as shit. Six foot seven, two sixty five, two seventy. Ran a four seven on a no good team. On the shitty team. Yeah, he was out of Florida. Six foot seven, mm. five inches, four or five inches taller than me. At that time, I was walking about two o five. So he had another sixty pounds on me. I ran a five four. Oh yeah. He was almost a second faster than me in the 40. He had 50 pounds, three inches, and was a second faster than me in the 40 for the same position. I'm not gonna I'm not getting on that team. No. I'm not getting on that Absolutely team. Absolutely. And the one thing I am good at, which is being a leader, I'm not good enough to earn the respect of the team to play that role. Right. Because you gotta be a certain you gotta be a, you have to be so good to be in that role. To be in that, like I gave all the pregame speeches and halftime speeches. I did all the like, what time is it? Game time. What time is it? Game time. Any dogs in the house? All that shit. I did all that shit. You know what I mean? I I knew all the chants. Cause I, and that was all from Coach BB, you know, like I he taught me all the chants. I knew all the little rhymes, all the you you know, I know how to do all of them. I know how to get the beat on the pads. Well, we ready. You know, you'd hit the hit the beat and all that. You know, I know how to do all that. Man, you kind of make my heart beat. But I couldn't. I, I, right. yeah, I, I could get the team pumped now. I'd hit the little beat with the chant. I'd get my homeboy to give a little, give a little, little, little sing, like sing in the yep. background and kind of, you know, we get the team going. We get the team going. But the thing was. You got to be you got to be good enough to start to play that role. Yeah, you got to be a starter. You got to be a, on the field leader too. Yeah, and uh, I just wouldn't have been. I mean, the thing is, my size. The only things I could have played, I could have played wide receiver at my height and weight. I could have played JSB, maybe outside linebacker, though. possibly. You know, if I maybe a, a safety, you know, kicker, quarterback, something like that. But I couldn't have played. Defensive end. Defensive end, that's like a that, – that. but the thing was that where I went to school in eight-man football, defensive ends are more like – are kind of like outside linebackers, yeah. defensive end mixtures. Because I had, to, yeah. I, I had to defend the outside run. I was in a two-point stance on the line. I wasn't in a three-point stance across from the tackle. Yeah. I was on a two-point stance on the line on the outside of the tight end. So I lined up outside the tight end in a two-point stance. And I had to – I had I had to uh, – Screen passes were my responsibility. I covered the running back on screen passes. I did things the defensive ends on 11-man teams don't do. So it was a little bit different, and I didn't actually know that until I got older. And that's amazing now. If you look at, like, a D1 in now. Oh, man. Going to the league, and now they turn into linebackers. You notice yeah. that? Oh, dude. Most of them turn into outside linebackers. Really? The majority, yeah. Really? Hell, yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Weird. I remember one of the best moments of my life, man. Uh, Time out sports. One of the absolute pinnacles of my sporting career. So my so- end of my sophomore year, I'm in a '69 fastback Mustang doing 135 miles around a curve, lose control of the car, and wreck, and I shatter my left knee. But that's for everybody at home that doesn't know this story. Um, um, and I remember I had to sit the majority of my junior year out. So I'm I'm sitting there all year. I, I, they give me a coaching job as a junior. Because that was kind of what I was good at. I was good at coaching. Yeah, you know. So they gave me a. They, I, I had a coaching job. Yeah, so, clipboard. so it was my. No, it was my job. Basically, I was the water boy. Really, I got the Gatorade ready. 
I got the water ready. I filled up the water coolers. I took it to the field. I did the pregame speeches. Uh, if somebody had to run wind sprints, I went with them to make sure they got their sprints done. Um, but I remember I was out there running sprints on crutches. I, I was I go out there and run sprints on crutches, and I, I I'm bro, give me a pair of crutches right now. I, I, I can show y'all how to run on some crutches. The key is the double hop on your down foot. The foot that's on the ground, you got a double hop between each crutch. So you crutch and then hop, hop again and get the motion going with the crutches. But so I learned to sprint on crutches. Holy shit! Uh, that's insane. I never missed a practice when I was on crutches after getting out of the hospital. I made it to every practice, every spring practice, every summer practice. Um, they gave me a little coaching job, and so I sat, I sat and kind of, kind of like this. I'm almost like more of a mascot than anything else. Right. Until two games before the playoffs my junior year, and they let me dress out. And I'm like, fuck yeah. I didn't start, but they let me dress out. And we get, we were playing. It's like second, third quarter, and they're like, Jake, go in there. And I'm, I just almost <laughs> lose it. I'm like, yeah. And I run out on the field, and the crowd went fucking crazy like it was the biggest pop i'd gotten outside of mma out of nice. fighting it was like they were like so ecstatic because i was on the field leader you know i was right. like i was well known and the crowd went crazy and i went out there and fucking sacked him for like a seven yard loss the first play wow and then so the crowd went even more crazy and then it was like third down when i sacked him too so it was like third. It was like third and five, and I sacked him for like a seven yard loss or something. Get the ball back. And they had to punt, and I come back, and it was like I was a superhero. It was I was a super. I was never. I was not as good as I was before, but I was. That was like my best memory. Uh, Stringburn asked. Uh, he says you're a natural leader. It seems, but have you ever not been a leader? Um. Yeah, when in scenarios where I'm put in a position where I don't, I can't get the respect of the people in the room. Yes. So, like, when I played football when I was younger, I was absolutely not a leader because the kids there didn't like me, and I was not a leader on that team. Um, but I've always been a tr – I, I do best in leadership roles. Leadership roles is where I excel, more so than playmaker roles. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not always yeah. the guy that gets the play done, but I'm always the guy that can kind of, like – Lead. So you yeah. were like Ray Lewis if Ray Lewis wasn't the best player on the right, team. Right, if Ray Lewis wasn't the best player on the team. Yeah. I don't know how – I don't know. You don't know Ray Lewis? I know who he is. Played oh, for the Raiders, right? Oh, fucking like, yeah. hype, dude. Yeah. I was that He's guy. He's the biggest hype man I've ever seen. Bro. I was the hype man, but I just wasn't the best player on the team. get out the tunnel before the team and do it, start getting the crowd hype. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, that's the shit I like. Like, he is like – can we pull that up? One of his hype, hype videos. Yeah, I, I think we can. Yeah, Mo, would you, you probably would you do spike that? that football if you? Do, oh my dog. god, man! It is. It's it's awesome. It yeah, I don't do good as a, as an Indian, Lauren. I'm not a. You know what's funny though is in business, I found that out about myself too. What's that? Like I do uh, better. Ray, Ray as Lewis pregame, the leader yeah, of a team. Yeah. Like if I'm like if I'm working by myself on things, I don't do as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. I do better when I have a team to lead. Yeah. And the bigger team I have to lead, the better I do. And the, the more on board everybody is. Whenever when I can get everybody on board with the same mission. That's really when I do the best. Yeah. Um, there it is. There you go. Right there. Second one down. Pre-game yeah. Super Bowl. Imagine how high. Oh man, be. you you almost don't even need to get Homie people hyped for that. Homie is gonna be off the chain. I already know. I don't even remember it, but Homeboy's gonna be. Yeah. When I when I think about when I think about uh um when I think about those pre-game speeches yeah. and getting down and everybody doing those those little those little yeah. chants and stuff before the game and on the on the bus as you pull up to the to the to the field on an away yeah. game and the bus, bus is just rocking and, and everybody's hitting those beat. beats your adrenaline's at 100% and you're just yeah. like oh, 
probably gritting your teeth. Like you about to bust. Yeah, you probably need a piece of leather between your chops because you finna bite them in half. Bro, you finna go off the chain right here, Jake. <clears throat> Can they see this? We gonna be pissed off. We what we here for? No weapon. No weapon. No weapon. Form against the police. No weapon. Form against the police. No weapon. Form I remember. I remember right. Oh, yeah. I got, bro, my I nipples mean, are hard right now. My nipples are hard. I got balls. Look at my arm. They kind of going right. Let's see how my hair's standing up. My hair's standing up on the ends right now, bro. Bro, I remember, I remember one of the most, probably the most hype moment of my life. We had Sports Bank. I won the, I won the Hart Award, the Katrina Hall Hart Award. Uh, there was two bi- there's two big awards that our school gives out every year, the Eagle Award and the Hart Award. My one is like the, the Eagle Award is probably for like the best athlete or whatever. Like Justin Shaw won that one. Well deserved. He was a great player. Um, better player than me. And I won the Katrina Hall Hard Award. Katrina Hall was a girl that went to school there that died in a car accident. And her parents have like a fund that gives like a savings bond and it gives an award for the for the player with the most heart, the player with the most like leadership and heart or whatever. And I remember after the the sports banquet was over, I got the whole team up in the front with all the other like sports there, or whatever. And I was like, we about to get it down one more time, y'all. We about to, we gonna break it down one more time. And we got the whole, we were all in our tuxes and ties and and whatever. And I was like, and we broke it down right there for the like, and you know it's gonna be the last time you ever do it for the rest of your life. Right. You know this is it. Same thing with state championship game. With mm-hmm. state championship senior year, you break it down one last time. All right, guys, we are gonna break it down one last time. That we were at the sports banquet. That's like, all right, so we got one more opportunity right now. We'll never do this again for the rest of our life. Not as a group. Some of y'all might go on and play bigger and better games, but most of us were done right here. And I knew that was me. Mm-hmm. I knew I wasn't going to play no. I knew I was doing MMA. I was already training. I was already like MMA is the next stop for me, you know. And I, we broke it down that one last time, man, and I just about fucking cried. I almost broke down right That's there. I was, I was like, yeah. "Damn, bro, this is it." <clears throat> and I, I was just very aware of like, this is it. This is the last time yeah. we're gonna break it down. And I, those moments you have as a team. With your boy, I mean, you, there's just nothing like it. Yep. There's nothing like that. There's nothing like those moments where you're like, like we're in this together. We've got this one moment with each other, and you really don't understand the value of that moment until it's gone. Mm-hmm. Because you, it, at 17 years old, 18 years old, I thought that I understood it, but I didn't. And you, you sit there and you're like, that was your whole life. Right. Like that was your whole world was out there on that field. Your whole like I didn't give a damn about what's happening in the fucking classroom. Yeah. I didn't care about what's happening in history class or science class or math class. That that field was my whole world from the time I was, you know, 8, 9, 10, 10, 11, until I was 18. I mean, I didn't care about anything else. For eight, nine years, that's, that was all I cared about. And I remember you get in these moments of that you get to find out things about yourself. You know, you get to learn about yourself out there in those moments. You get to sit out there on the field and you find out what kind of person you are when you're down by two touchdowns. Yeah. And – you know, everybody else is quitting and you grab your team by the teammate by the face mask. You're like, hey, man, we well, got to buck this shit up. You know, let's break it down right here. Let's make a statement right here on goal line. Let's you know, and you you get to you get to find out what kind of grit you got and what kind of like tenacities inside you or what kind of leadership you've got. And can you work in a team? Can you can you be led or can you lead? You know, because I mean, there's three kinds of people Either you're going to lead. You're going to be led or get the fuck out the way, mm-hmm. you know, and and, you know. 
I think back to those moments, and it's like, man, those moments. And back to the original point of holding kids back for sports. I know a lot of people hear that, and I'm not. I am playing devil's advocate because I think it is a little silly. But if I were not able to have those moments, I don't know who I'd be today. Yeah. If I had not, if I had not had those moments in the state championship game where I bring the team together and we were down by thirty something points my senior year at halftime, we were down by more than thirty points. It was like fifty six to twenty one at yeah. the end of the first half, and I brought the team in and we got a we got a long prayer, and I I did a, I did a speech, got a prayer. WCBI's there, the news is there, the two papers there, stands are packed. And it's like, and I remember telling the guys, I was like, guys, this is it. Mm-hmm. This is our one moment that's going to define the rest of our lives. Like this is, the, and it, maybe that's a little dramatic. Maybe high school football. At the end of the day, does anybody in the stands remember that game? Probably not. Maybe not. Nobody might, at home does. It might have set the tone whether or not you were going to be a quitter for the rest of but your exa- life. And that's exactly what I said in the speech. I was like, guys, this is the moment right here where we get to walk away from the day, either a champion or second place. Mm-hmm. This is the moment. And having that moment in that in my life where I was able to kind of rally that team and we came back and won the game by 20 points. We won the game like oh, 80 wow. something to 56. Damn, yeah, we, we we it was just like a we came back and just routed them in the second half. No they defense we we just no, we just kept turning making them turn the ball over. I'm saying they're no defense. They yeah, they just no couldn't defense. stop us. They wow. couldn't stop us and their offense it started to rain. And to be honest with you, it's probably one of the reasons we won. Because when it start, it started to rain in the second half, and when it started to rain, they just could not hold on to the ball. They could not hold on to it. it was, we were playing against Tuscaloosa, and um, it was like every time we hit them hard, they'd drop it and we'd recover it. They'd drop it, we'd recover it. They'd drop it, we'd recover it. And, I mean, we probably had like eight turnovers in the second half. Jesus Damn. Christ. We just kept turning. They kept turning the ball over. and Or we intercepted or whatever. We came back and we won by, by like 20 points. And it was like – one of those moments where it's like, man, I remember I had, a, I had an interview with WCBI after. It was the worst interview I've ever done in my life. I was so, like, enamored by the experience and so kind of, like, caught up in it. I couldn't speak. Right but after the game? But as soon as the game was oh, yeah, over, yeah. I walking back to the locker room. Yeah. WCBI pulled me to the side, and they were like, hey, we, you know, we know you're not – kind of basically we know you're not the best player on the team, but you are the vocal leader. You're the one who led the team today. So we want to get your – insight and they actually used my pregame speech on WCBI they took a they made a little montage and put my speech over the montage on TV and it was all right it was definitely not with the with the with WCBI cameras there I couldn't I wasn't really performing my best my really good speech was at halftime but they didn't get that oh wow um but I don't know man I'll think back on that and it's like I want that for my kids I want that for them because I see the kids playing there today, and I know hates a victory football team now. I'm I'm friends with both the co- the coaches out there, all the coaches out there, um, but I watch them play, and they don't want it like we wanted it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a problem. It's not a problem on the football field as much as it's going to be a problem in life because you can't right. be successful in life attacking life the way they're attacking football. Yeah. If you're going to be successful in life, you got to have some grit. You got to have some tenacity. You got to have some want to. You got to outwork everybody. You got to fucking go. You got to have that dog in you. You got to have that third and short goal line defense mentality. Like, hey, bro, we're about to go fucking at it. And you ain't getting past this line of scrimmage. I'm about to claw, bite, tear, scratch. Every single down, I swear to God, you ain't gonna cross that line. That's the kind of shit I talk on the field too. Oh, I remember man. playing Emmanuel one time. I put my foot on the sand across. I drew, drew a line. I was like, I swear to God, y'all won't pass this line, and they wouldn't. I like, I swear to God, you ain't gonna pass this line. I swear <laughs> to God, you ain't gonna pass this line. I talk shit the whole time. I sit there and tell tell people. I, I look across. I'm like, boy, you smell like 
mustard biscuits and and green eggs and ham, son. I'm about to I'm about to take it to you. I just you know run my mouth the whole yeah. time. But I mean, but it does. It gets it gets them off their side. It gets them off. It yeah, it gets them, it gets them thrown off, and it made it got me in a very loose. You know, and that's I don't know, man. I see kids today, and they just don't have that grit playing. Some of them do. I think in some programs they do. But but the way that we're raising kids today, they're so soft. They yeah. when you start Super applying soft. pressure to them, they break. They scramble. That's something that you have to be taught. Everybody talks about you can't teach heart. Bullshit. You should be teaching heart from the time they're little to the time they're old. Yeah. You should be teach. That's the reason why. You know, sometimes in our little warriors program here at the gym, like we let the kids go at it. Mm -hmm. We let the kids roll. We let the kids get stuck on bottom. And a lot of parents have trouble watching that. I'd have a lot bigger program if we stopped letting the little kids roll. But I will not stop letting the little kids roll because if you don't let them learn to to get pinned down and hurt, if you don't teach them to have that little bit of chip on their shoulder, that grind, that grit to get them off the bottom, get somebody off the top of you, what are you teaching them? Right. What are you teaching? One of my one of the things I like watching in Little Warriors and Junior Warriors, Warriors is when like a a group of kids are going and grappling and one of them gets pinned and he starts crying. And they'll start crying, but they don't make they don't make them stop. They let them keep going. And after after the round he gets up and he's he's fine. He realizes. Yeah, right, that, right. You know? Yeah. Bruh, you don't know what a mustard man, I said I'd, I'd use a slang blade voice on them when on the football field. They said, What is, what the hell is a mustard biscuit? And they said, Why exactly? Watch slang blade. I'd get down, I'd be like, mm, you got a I'd, I'd hit him with the I'd hit him with the 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 livers and you got a pretty mouth, boy. Or I'd hit him with a lemon mustard biscuit. Mm, mm, some French fried taters. And or I'd look at him, I'd be like, You got a pretty mouth, boy. I'm gonna take you, you know. I just I'd just sit there and just say ridiculous. And they'd be like, What the hell are you brain, talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Just to kind of mess with them. Like, but it gave me a confidence, you know. Oh, and it does, and it, and it, and it sucks on the other hand, you know. What I oh mean? yeah, it sucks real bad. Especially I losing at bat when I was already shitty, and I remember this kid goes, "The catcher, the stupidest shit I've ever heard." I'm gonna go ahead and say it's the stupidest shit I ever heard, and it worked. Cause I already will suck, but then it worked more. He was like, "What are you looking at, you three-headed giraffe?" It's like what the fuck? It took me. I was like, "What?" That's kind of funny. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hit this ball now. That's kind of funny. I wasn't though. gonna hit the ball. But now you're definitely not I'm gonna hit the ball. Definitely not gonna hit the ball now. Oh man! Ooh, you got an alarm going off. Oh, that's funny. Three hundred draft. Well, y'all, I have, uh, um, I have enjoyed this episode. Um, <laughs> you know that that's eerily good, and now yeah, it's it was it was a. Uh, it was a good one. I had a what? bunch of. She said that's eerily good. Now what I'm uncomfortable. Is? I think the you got a pretty mouth, boy. <laughs> yeah, I, I used to. That was one of my go-to. You got a pretty mouth, boy. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones. I, I had several that I would just, or I just act. I'd say just stupid, ridiculous shit. Yeah. You know, and just get in their head. And but the biggest thing was it made my teammates laugh. Mm -hmm. It got my teammates like cracked up about the shit I was saying, and then they it would make them play better. I felt like I felt like it kind of like. It kind of like gave us the whole team of confidence, you know. Or you know, you go back and be like, "Hey, man, I heard old number three was talking about your mama." Or I look at the other defensive end, like, "Hey, bro, I'm gonna meet you on the backfield over by number three right there. I'm gonna meet you right here. Give me, give me, t give me five seconds. I'm gonna meet you, you know." Yeah. And they'd hear it and kind of like, you know, they might say a little something back, and you know, it just getting their head, getting their head, man. I've had a lot of fun with this episode, you guys. It's been a good one. It has been a good one. I wish, uh, I, had, I, wish I had cooler stories to tell. That's all right. But they're fun. Yeah, yeah. I think you have some good stories. They I are. like the three-headed draft. Three-headed draft <laughs> three. was a good one. I'm gonna use that one. Man, it's awful. 
That was awful. I still think about that kid to this day. Like, <laughs> he really. Do you, do you know you the kind of? He's shit? living in your head rent free <laughs> no, to this I just, day. I, I, I don't know who he was. Is the bad thing. I don't. I don't even know who that kid is until he listens. See, to this I hope. I hope that me saying that shit to kids on did that to them. It's. Awesome. I hope that's I what it did. I just did. wish I could go back and talk shit to that kid now. It's yeah, like, and that's what I hope they can do to me too. So much. I wish I had the personality that, that I wish I had the personality then that I have now. Because I had no personality. Yeah, you hadn't developed your no your swagger yet. My swag had not developed. Yeah, you got to develop that swag. It was bad because you know what? If I'd have been on the football field, I'd have been like, "Yeah, I'm a running back, and I'm probably gonna stomp the shit out of the rest of all these guys." And I probably would have just stuck with it and probably got my ass kicked. But it would have been worth it. See, I got lucky because I talked a bunch of shit my sophomore year. Yeah. I had to sit out my junior, my freshman year uh-huh. uh, because I moved from one school in the conference to another school in the same conference. You have to sit one okay. semester out. So I had to sit out mine, but I kind of wanted to anyway. So I sat my freshman year out. Didn't get to play JV for my last year, my first year of varsity. Started up sophomore year. And I was nervous. My first year of varsity, and I'm at a new school. So right. I never played varsity before. I'm at a new school. And I remember summer training, weightlifting was over, and I was one of the stronger ones in the room yeah. Like for weightlifting. I was always one of the stronger ones in the room for weightlifting. I was good at that. And I remember I started talking shit. And I was not a starter yet. There was a senior who started in front of me. And I started talking shit. And I was like, hey, coaches. And everybody was sitting around. I was like, hey, coaches, uh, I need y'all to do something for me. And I said, we're, we're padding up Monday, right? And they said, yeah, we're padding up Monday. I said, do me a favor. They went, what's up? Don't put your starters on me. And they were like, why? I was like, because I don't want to hurt them for the game, coach. Oh, boy. And they are like, really now? I said, I swear. I, I was like, you don't understand. I'm about to light these boys up. And I was like, don't put nobody on on me that you want to be, have to be able to play in a few weeks because I'm about to bring the heat. I was talking so much shit, I thought I was about to get smoked, really. Yeah. I, I had never played varsity before. I would sat my freshman year out. I'm at a new school. <laughs> and this team's way better than the team I had just left that was where I was getting smoked as an eighth grader. Right. The team at Emmanuel, like, the reason I had to practice against uh, varsity is because everybody on that team, like, that was all they had. They didn't have enough people to, for a scrimmage. So they ended, like, 2-8 and eight that year. Yeah. Like, they didn't even make it to the playoffs. Wow. So now I'm going into a varsity team that we won state that year mm-hmm. and only lost one game the whole year. Um, and so it's a better team. But the thing was, me talking that shit, I guess it got in everybody's head. Because when we padded up that Monday, you I smoked fucking them. smoked everybody. Really? Nice. Fucking smoked everybody. Man, I was just not just right putting there. people on their ass the whole practice. And after the practice, all the coaches were like, well, I'll be damned. That's dope. He wasn't lying. That's awesome. But I was lying. I just didn't <laughs> know it. Like, and that's why I started I started talking shit all the time after that. That was when my shit talking really started. I always talked a little shit. Yeah. But I started really talking shit after that because I started learning. Like, like even now when I'm sparring and I get really, really tired, what do I always do? Talk shit. I talk shit. I start saying, bro, I don't get tired. Yeah. I don't fucking get tired. Let's go. Throw them hands. Let's go. Your mentality the moment too, that I start saying I don't get tired, I feel less tired. Right. The moment I start saying, bro, I don't get tired. I can do this shit all day. Yeah. I'll start. That's how you know I'm tired. Man, you I wish know I had I'm the tired. confidence in myself to talk the shit that I thought I couldn't back up, though. Back yeah, but I just learned if, I, if dang, I talk man. it, I start being I able to back like it up. it would change yeah. everything. It could have. But the opportunity's gone, clearly. Yeah. Well, but. I mean, kind of, but not really. Mm, <laughs> you got a whole lot of life left to live. Homie, I, don't, I, I, I mean, high school sports yes, is gone. Yes, yes, high school sports yes, is gone. That's what I mean. You know, but anyway, that would have been so much fun. But anyway, let's wrap this thing All up. Right. It's been a really good episode talking about sports with you guys. We've we've had one of these before, but I, I, I had a fun. good time. I had a good time on it. a lot of our listeners aren't the same as back then. So um, appreciate you guys. Make sure to get go check us out on social media at the Mississippi Superman on Instagram, TikTok, or Facebook. Go check out the Man Up Podcast. 
on uh, YouTube, Spotify. Actually, it's Mississippi Man on YouTube too, but it's Man of Podcast on YouTube. So whatever, Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts. So go check out the Man Up Podcast wherever you get your podcast. Leave us a review. We'll see y'all in the next episode. Peace. Oh, and holla at Mills Home Center. Mills has the deals. Has the thrills. <laughs>